Well, folks, here we are. It's Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. I'm a lot late getting on here, but the computer challenges all of a sudden. Facebook changed something in their regime regiment and, and it wouldn't connect. And I've been playing with the computer for the last 40 minutes to get on here. But anyway, I, I wanted to get on here today. I just want to talk a bit about a few things. I'm Tom Young, and we're here for uh, our, our podcasts on anchor.fm.com by Spotify and our Family Money Farm group on Facebook. I want to wish everybody a blessed, safe holiday of Thanksgiving tomorrow. May the Lord bless you all and bless your family and bring health, happiness, and abundance to your lives. We offer prayers for those who have been affected by the COVID vaccine, the COVID virus out of uh, Wuhan lab in China that's operated by the CCP. Uh, People have had their health impaired. People have died. People have lost their loved ones. And we pray for those who have been lost and we pray for the loved ones that have lost loved ones that the Lord would gather those lost into his arms and take them off to his kingdom of heaven above. We pray for this war going on in Ukraine, between Russia and Ukraine, and we also pray especially for Israel and the Jewish people, God's children, God's people, that somehow this conflict would be resolved and the killing and the destruction would be stopped. May God have mercy on their souls. In Jesus' name we pray. You know, I just wanted to touch base today. Prosperity, principles, uh, you know, those are the things that we have to apply in our lives to reach some kind of financial security uh, going forward into the future. Uh, the radio show yesterday morning, I had a lot of a lot of content yesterday. I want to talk about the principles of prosperity a little bit. And, and number one is think, owning the owning a prosperity mindset. Set eliminates poverty, scarcity thinking, keeps you stuck. It's all about the six inches between your ears, folks. Either you decide to make a change in here, or the world is gonna control you and do to you and put you where they want you to be. It's just that simple. Now, how do I change the six inches between my ears? It's the books I read, the people I meet, the places I go, the self-talk, the self-affirmations that I repeat aloud each day in front of my mirror in the bathroom. So you have to plan what you're going to do. This is not easy. And you know, and when I started this years and years ago, man, I used to get out there, I read the book and say, okay, fix me, fix me. And, and you know what? It doesn't work that way. Number one is you have to have a desire to be successful. You have to have a desire, a burning desire for whatever you want. Not just, oh, well, I wish I could get this or I wish I had that. Wishes don't work, folks. You have to be committed. You have to have belief in your heart. When, when the things that you're thinking about move from your head to your heart, that is when the beginning of results start to happen. You have to want it that bad. I mean, there was a story that I heard one time 
about an old philosopher, an old man, and he had a young man who was he was tutoring and coaching. And the young man was really struggling with belief. And, you know, master, tell me how to be successful, how, how to find my way. He says, meet me at the, at the beach in the morning. They live near the ocean. So in the morning they met at the beach and the old man said, follow me. And the old man started walking into the ocean and he walked out and walked out. Now he was a head taller than the young man. And all of a sudden, the young man reached a point where he could no longer touch bottom and he's treading water. And the old man reached over, put his hand on his head and pushed him under the water and held him there. And the young man started to flail and, 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 and the old man held him under the water. And at the last moment before the young man would have succumbed to drowning, the old man pulled him out of the water and, and the young man says, what are you doing? You're trying to kill me. And, and the old man looked at him and he says, how bad did you want that breath of air? And he said, that's how bad you have to want success in your life. Be willing to do the things other people won't do so that you can someday enjoy the things that other people can't. It's just that simple. It all starts with thinking rightly. Number two, now how do you see things? You know, our, we have a perspective of life, but that perspective is adjusted by the people we meet, the things you, we experience and the things we read which changed our, our perception. Our perspective is one thing, but perceptions change. So it matters how we see things. Increase your prosperity by adopting, adopting a macroeconomic point of view, a perspective in which you can see how each one of your economic decisions affects all the others. Avoid microeconomic tunnel vision. I call it the 30,000 foot view, folks. It's really what we have to do in our lives in order to find that pathway to success. And we hear a lot of noise from other people about finance and do this and do that and do the other thing. You know, the primary way that most people save is in their 401k plan at work. And I ask you, what are the benefits that you actually get from that 401k? What's well, a tax savings? No, it is not. It is a tax postponement. And if we look at the history of the, the tax rates, and, and, and I look at the history and I go to the debt clock, US debt clock, I got it here. Yes, I do. There it is. Let me go back to 2012. 2012, the U.S. national debt was 15.886 trillion. Today, it's 33.742. So in 10 years, it has more than doubled. So that's an average compounded rate of return of 7%. The CBO of the federal government, and those are the people that when Congress passes a bill, they go to the CBO and, and to get the bill scored to see what it's actually gonna cost. 
So they made a projection to 2027, and they say that the debt's going to be $45 trillion in another four years. It's 2023, soon to be 2024. And in 2027, it's projected to be 20, 45 trillion, 45.241 trillion. The unfunded liability right now in 2023 is 211,662,000,000,000. 90 days ago, it was 94 trillion. So in 90 days, it's gone up by 17 trillion dollars. In four more years, the projection is 258.9 trillion. I don't know where the, 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 the boiling point is in, in what they're doing or how they're doing it. All I know is that you and I, as everyday consumer people, we have to make a decision on what we're going to do and how we're going to do it to find some semblance of security in our future. Prosperity principles are different than other things. You know, when I look at this and I, in my new book that I'm working on, the, the, the Scoundrels of Finance, which is the, the working title, I found that in the early 1900s, there was a, a group of people got together. In 1913, the Federal Reserve was created. Uh, it was the banking cartel, only the name banking cartel wouldn't work, so they called it the Federal Reserve. It's not part of the federal government, and they control all the money in the country, and it's tied to the Rothschilds around the world. So this isn't just here. This is worldwide control of the money. So they also colluded at the same time to create the IRS in America. What does the IRS do today? Well, they collect taxes. They're the tax people. And these wealthy people, these, these 20, 30 people that were mega, mega rich in 1900, early 1900s, they, they got together. There was a book written called The Creature of Jekyll Island. Get it? It's, it's a thick book, but it tells the story of how the Federal Reserve was created. And these wealthy people came from all over the world, world to a meeting on Jekyll Island, which is a resort island off the coast of Georgia in the United States. They all met there and colluded to create the Federal Reserve. At the same time, I believe, again in my book, Tom's Opinion, my new book, The Scoundrels of Finance, is, is they colluded to create a controlling mechanism in America called the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service. And the, and the tax rates would be so onerous that no one could ever become as rich as these folks were. Isn't that interesting? Conspiracy theory? I guess you could say that. But look at history and see where we're at. Because I look at the marginal tax rates. There it is right there. Okay. There it is. Got it up there. And we saw in 1918 was a 77% tax above a million dollars. In 1922, it was 58% above 200,000. In 32, it was 63% over a million. In 1936, it was 79% over 5 million. In 1942, it was 88% over 200,000. 
1945, it was 94% over 200,000. In 1952, it was 92% over 400,000. 63, it was 91% over 400,000. And in 1980, it was 70% over 215,400. Ronald Reagan in his memoirs, he talked about 1952, and that was he made a movie called Bonzo Goes to Washington. And he was the highest paid actor in Hollywood at that time. He was the first actor ever to make $1 million for making a movie. And the movie was titled Bonzo Goes to Washington. Those of you who are chronologically, chronologically gifted would remember that movie, I do. It was a jokester movie that Ronald Reagan was an important politician and, and he had a pet monkey. But the kicker was when he went to the paymaster to get his $1 million paycheck, it had $900,000 tax withholding. And in his book, he says that was the day that he became a Republican. He became a conservative. So folks, all of these things that are going on, when we look at history, all of those things that were conspiracy theories in the past, many of them have become reality. Just like in the last three, four, five, six years with with President Trump and everything that has transpired and what is being revealed currently at the moment. I saw the other day a video from Italy where the investigators in Italy had arrested several people because of the satellite system in Italy was used by China in order to transfer and, and program voting machines from the inside to change the votes before it printed the ballot. If you remember during the, the upheaval of the 2020 election, everybody just kept counting the ballots and counting the ballots and said, see, 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 we counted and counted. Well, it was never the ballots, folks. It was done inside the machines and the proof is there and it will be revealed very, very soon. Very, very soon. For the first time in this whole process that has gone on for several years, the indictment of Donald Trump his now ability to subpoena, subpoena people and, and bring the evidence to the table that nobody would allow in the door for the last several years. The evidence is real. I have seen it. I have heard it. And I believe it is as real as it is daylight outside right now. So with that being said, are you prepared? Because there is some major, major upheavals coming to banks, financial. I mean, there's 10, 12, there's another dozen banks the feds are looking at that are in trouble with reserves and things that are going on. So I don't know where this is gonna go, where it's gonna end and where it's gonna lead to, but we need to be prepared. We need to do things to keep us controlling, in control of our money and our finances. With that, God bless you all. Have a great, wonderful Thanksgiving. We all need to get on our knees and, and be grateful. You know, I always tell people every day when you get up in the morning, write down three things that you are truly grateful for in your life today. An attitude of gratitude 
will take you beyond anywhere that you thought or suspected you could go. Again, have a great, wonderful, blessed, safe Thanksgiving. God bless you and we'll see you here maybe Friday or at least next week. So with that in mind, God bless.